Welcome back to this 19th installment of the most charismatic podcast on this planet. This, this, is, this is the podcast. It's very charismatic. Uh, last one. This, this last one was the first time I did some real-time editing. Like the last one I had to stop a little bit you know meet a blank like a mind you know my, the mind got a little bit encrusted in some type of you know those things that i do from time to time and just there is a halt you know it comes to a halt uh, so i had to, to backtrack a little bit there makes me wonder if I should do some type of editing, I don't. I don't think it's very necessary. I don't think it will make anything better, right? That's what I mean. Um, yeah, doing a kind of a process of moving houses at the moment, so I'm trying to keep up with this for the most part, as the best the best of my ability. But some kids, they, some guys that work with me, they. I ended up mentioning this podcast to them, and they listened to it a little bit. It's always strange for me to have someone listening to something that I do. I don't usually like it. Uh, it should be in the same room. I mean, I it's supposed to be made for that, right? But anyway, it's just who I am. It's just who I am. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to bother saying everything that I say normally let's just keep it going generating this number here 185 is the number Mamo Hands Animalia 2014 this is good this is one of the first or maybe yeah if for sure, first jazz album of the the bunch. Uh, we we do have one electronic instrumental record before that one, which is the John Hopkins one. Yeah, didn't speak about anything solely instrumental. I've been listening to this this album recently, and it is one of the most significant and, and very um how how can I put this? Uh it's kind of um that thing that you always come back to is like a like a like a totem, you know? This album totem is the word. It's kind of like a like um amulet that you carry, you know, when you when you wanna uh listen to some sort a specific type of style and specific type of mood that's the that's what this album is for the type of jazz that you listen to in a long walk let's say because it's very syncopated it's very well the rhythms in it is very well orchestrated so the drumming and the passages of one thing to the other and it's fairly simple and it's fairly clean so it's a it's it seems like a very 
paint by the numbers modern jazz album but it's actually quite creative and quite rich harmonically uh it it has the setting of a rock band with a lot of wind uh woodwind instruments uh saxophones clarinets uh, it does have a full jazz orchestra so it travels around those those two like post rock for the most part which is basically instrumental rock with a lot of influence from jazz fusion and from progressive rock and from uh, classical music as well uh, those guys uh, memo hands they are been i'm assuming from the us it does seems to be the case i don't know actually much about them uh oh no they're british yeah they're from norwich so it's actually a trio so they are advertised or maybe uh, labeled as jazz trip hop crossover jazz which is the first time that i'm assuming that i'm that i'm bumping to that term maybe something to do with rock and you know rock and roll and electronics you know that type of maybe some dub involved i don't know dance hall whatever it's basically jazz mixed with yeah the so the definition is crossover jazz is a style of jazz that incorporates elements from other genres to appeal to a bigger audience usually jazz the classical type at least like the blue um the 50s the the blue face from miles davis right miles davis it's the um, something that pretty much put jazz on the mainstream you know took jazz out of the clubs and gave jazz like a proper a proper lift in terms of popularity within popular music because that specific uh style of jazz which would be the cool jazz the blue from miles davis is kind of from their era as well you have the birth of cool and the, the the blue album i'm forgetting the name now but it's one of the seminal records from from miles uh they are they tend to to be basically uh bass the saxophone or trumpet and the drums and the riffing and the and the improvisational um ideas and, and just the on the spot uh, paths that the, the the musician chooses to take when playing the instrument right it's, it's just a trip it's always there on on, on the jazz uh, it's supposedly a dance music uh, it's supposedly dance music for when it started it was for the made for the people to move so it was very um very attached to those types of settings like so they had a lot of styles like uh a lot of latin styles as well mixed with it like mahito for example is one example of of songs uh, an album from an artist from the 50s count basie you know that they, they did those those uh i'm I'm forgetting the name it's kind of a swing idea you know they were made to make people dance essentially that's what i'm saying about the jazz jazz is a genre oh that's, that that was a good 
Anyway, Miles Davis took chess to another level, and then things were getting, you know, because he has kind of a pop quality to him. But then Coltrane and Sonny Rollins and those guys, you know, Thelonious Monk, uh, Herbie Hancock, they kind of brought jazz to other uh, music, uh, musical ideas until it reached the, the 80s, more or less. Uh, and then you have uh, Talk Talk with Talk Talk's the famous 80s band, uh, It's My Life uh, and so and so. It, it's my life is the biggest uh, hit. hit. Um, that band started incorporating jazz with indie and alternative rock from the 80s, which kind of gave birth to post rock. And as for anything with the high highly functional phonographic industry that we ended up having 93 you know beginning of the 90s onwards uh everything gets pulverized and everything kind of every stem of popular music and ends up getting its own um genealogy right so you you have the jazz rock from the 70s starting prob probably uh, the, the the tracing that it can be made it's the bitches brew uh, from Miles Davis, which is the electric jazz that he ended up invented it inventing um, in the seventies, and that can be traced to Mammo Hands, which is a very delicate. Uh, it, it's not it doesn't have guitar as far as I know. I think all all the melodic. Uh, heavy lifting is made with the with the woodwinds, and it's it's pretty respectful with the gravitas that jazz has as a genre, right? Um, the biggest criticism towards it may be that it's kind of stock music in a way, but only if you're not fully pay attention to to what's happening there. I think that the math rock influences and the kind of the repetition and the way that the melodies uh, the melodies are um, just opposed, you know, they can be very intricate and very interesting to listen to. And it's like a candy, you know, the, the that album, that specific album, it's candy jazz. It's possibly one of the most perfect entry-level uh, listens to the genre as a whole. Very accessible, but very deep as well, because jazz can be easily uh, become a stock kind of sound, like electronic music, like ambient music can be as well. You know, those things that, that play around with very simple and long, long-winded ideas, like those two that I just mentioned, they can become parodies of themselves and just kind of not reach any sort of interesting um, musical achievement. That's not the case with those guys yet. Although it lacks maybe in origin originality, especially when you compare with some acts from the 2000s, 
jazz acts from the 2000s, right? Like the Bad Plus, it's a highly original band. Uh, Portico Quartet as well. It's a pretty, um, it's more experimental. It's more electronic than than they became more electronic within the, the their discography. So they started pretty much on the same footing as as uh, as Memo Hands, but they became more experimental. They just Portico Quartet that is just released a new album this week. So I need to check that out. V- very grandiose as well it's very ambitious uh the album that we are talking here um, i've been listening to it a lot it's very fresh on my mind because I, I remember that i started it was a, a very late phase of my life it wasn't something i grew up with it, the album is only from 2014 so i probably discovered that on spotify in 2017 because I do remember clearly showing that to people that I only knew for a brief period of time, uh, friends of me. And that was for sure 2017. Very atmospheric. Um, it, it, gets you, it gets you in there. It gets you in there. It's an interesting album. It's an interesting, um, it's an interesting work. Even though it can be deceivingly simplistic it is not right it's only stuff is only simplistic if you truly don't pay attention so then it's it's easily to it's easy to dismiss with something that you're not paying attention you know Uh, but if it's worth your attention if it's worthy of your attention um can easily give it a go i do generally see someone that never had the habit of listening to jazz in any form and i am kind of one of those because i don't have jazz as a very well regarded uh, genre i don't have many attachments to jazz albums um, some of them are more modern right uh, i don't have like What's the name? Uh, the Sony Rollins one, the Colossus, Jazz Colossus. It's a great album, uh, and it's probably very on par with the with the very charismatic, extroverted type of jazz that it happens here. It's it's not subdued and simple and subtle. The material that we, that we are having a look here at this at this episode, it's a very upfront type of jazz it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't do unnecessary things it's a very clean cut type of sound so that's that's what you're finding in again i i repeat right it's basically a very entry-level jazz album for someone that never listened to this before Although doesn't even know what kind of possibilities jazz has as a creative field, because it is legitimate, right? It's something that people study for years and years and years. And, years. Uh, and it's becoming more and more the classical music that we saw, like the the phonographic industry saw happening. Of course, that you always have the the differential between classical composers and all that, but it's as if we had 
pictures and albums of Mozart playing whatever instrument he had. It's kind of the equivalent of that. Because if you stop to think about it, we don't have any original recordings from any of the of the time that Mozart or Beethoven or Brahms or, or, or Bach, those guys played. So we only have renditions of their music sheet, right? Music sheet, not music shit, right? Put the distinction is important there. So we we, we never seen a, a a true connection with them. Of course, that we have there with Miles, with Coltrane, with Chad Baker, you know, even with of course with the singers, which you know they wouldn't be anything if they were recorded, right? Uh, Ella Fitzgerald and Nina Simone and so on and so on and so on. Um, it's always interesting when something grabs the tradition and that's pretty much the, the definition of, of, of being innovative, right? Uh, innovative. innovative. That's the definition of, of doing something new. It's grabbing the old and adapting to, to you know whatever happened after that so and in terms of production production in terms of um quality of mixing and and harmonic quality as well it's a very straightforward album it's a very relaxing record as well but energetic at the same time it is extroverted it doesn't waste much time uh, with a lot of contemplations and with a lot of trying to be bigger than it's supposed to. So it's it's a humble record in a way as well. And it does have a connection to nature for sure. Because jazz has a, li a little bit of that capacity, right? Of kind of, I don't know, maybe just mimicking nature in a way like in in in, in its moves and in and its uh, improvisational capacity as well and the way that it basically feels that wherever you go you're going to get somewhere right you 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 maybe have that in nature with the cycle of of things uh, if you follow a river long enough, you're going to find the end of that river. And if you follow a life long enough, you're going to find the end of that life. So jazz has that uh, type of improvisational capacity that takes you on a journey but gets somewhere at the end, right? Uh, it's different from traditional pop music or what we learn about uh, that it will become pop music it's the more of the sensorial um, through the contrast you know the, the refrain chorus it's it's much more shiny than fluid jazz supposedly always has to be fluid you know, pop music is blocked and it's advertising, right? It's, you know, 
it's it's pretty anyway that's just what i what i think it's basically what i what i think i what i think i think and this album here it, it does a good job in mixing great ideas from from popular music i uh, don't have any lyrics to analyze not that i do that anyway it's a guarantee successful listen if you grab that record and put it on while doing something else and just enjoy it you know for the for the period that it runs there not a very big band but it is probably one of my favorite kind of go to let's have a walk you know they have a few other albums two or three albums yeah they're good they're good Emma Hands not a very big band yeah 100,000 200,000 uh, listeners in Spotify so not very big, no. Um, and the, the the nice thing is when you when you get to know some some artists in 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 that type of jazz, you get the, you get the taste for it. So you start seeing like how big the scene is, right? You start looking at the guys who mix jazz with electronics, with with post rock with um world music with med med mediterranean music with brazilian music you know with highly electronic and a uh, jazz went basically jazz invaded basically every genre right after because you have jazz rap you have jazz inside rock and roll you know you can say that basically the incidence of saxophones and trumpets in 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 popular music it's kind of an influence of the jazz idea right of course they have those types of instruments in a lot of different genres but it's it's the inception of all it's kind of what it is because the rhythm section in rock and roll music is deliver it's um the derivative from from jazz so you have the drums which affects of course the bass right that's grabbed from jazz basically the first rock and roll dramas were uh imitating the the way that jazz player played uh played it's kind of originated a little bit of the more fast blues and all that it all, all in a very short period of time, of course, right? But it became more and more centered. It became more and more voice centric until you had like Elvis happen. And then it was all, you know, it was history after that. Water. I, I, I think water break is, you know, having a, 
pretty bit of a hiatus. I should probably learn how to speak English properly, right? If I'm, I have a podcast, I don't know why. Every every word that I speak, I have to correct afterwards. At least I know that I'm that I made a mistake. I usually recorded this after work, so I'm pretty much exhausted most of the time. So speaking by myself, you know, sometimes words can just lips. Nice record, interesting record, um, very nice entry-level stuff i hope that you also agree with me because that's uh i think that's a fair fair assessment like a, a jazz album very influenced by everything that i just said uh very clean cut very straightforward very charismatic and humble in a way doesn't need to be more uh smart than it is they don't try it, they don't try to be weird, they don't try to be cute, they just do what they do, you know? And it's their first album as well, which is impressive for a debut to be that solid, because it's very solid, it's a very solid album. Can be very stocky, but I don't know, maybe some other stuff can grab your attention. I would probably say the Oracle Quartet, it's very similar to them. They have more of a experimental edge, electronic-wise. And Gogo Penguin is also very good. Uh, what else can I point out? Uh, and ba Bad Bad Not Good, of course. Very interesting. Uh, the Bad Plus. All bands, they are... Even even like either can serve as a further listening or can serve as something. Oh, I don't like that, but oh, let me grab someone that might be more complete. But either way, a good entry level listen. Mamo hands, good album. Important record for me. Um, Helped me many many times when I when I needed to feel a little bit less uh, low energy. Helps with the you know it's very optimistic. It's very uh, it's very straightforward and oh you just it has a good drive. Maybe that's what I say. What I would say at the end of the day. Okay. Enjoy whatever hours you have left in your day. If that's on the morning, if that's on the afternoon, or if if that's on the evening, enjoy it. Bye bye.